Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Hey friend, if you've been thinking about getting sober, but you don't want to go to AA, you don't want to tell all your friends, you totally should check out my Sober Up to Glow Up program. It's 30 days. It's self-paced, but it's guided by me. So every single day you get to log on and you get a new video. And some of the things we talk about are moderation, triggers, cravings, what to expect. We do yoga. We do breathing techniques. You're going to get a journal and affirmations and a private support group. It's awesome. Check it out at vibewithstephanie.com slash glow up. It's Stephanie. I'm so happy to have you here. It's so funny that I have fallen into the video podcast. I was so excited to even start a podcast because I was like, I can roll out of bed. I don't have to look cute. This will be amazing. And now here we are doing video podcasts. So I don't know how many of these I'll do, but I thought it'd be fun to at least try. And I'm kind of familiar with getting on video. So what difference does it make, right? The only thing is I don't want to do my hair and makeup all the time. <laughs> so let's give it a shot. And I would love to hear what you think. If you get to see this video, if you prefer video, let me know. I'll keep doing it for sure. Why not? All right. So I want to talk about a subject that is a little bit meaningful to me because it's one of the memories that I have that actually brought a lot of beauty, but also trauma, if that makes any sense. And that is the holidays. And it's one of my favorite things to celebrate. I love celebrating Thanksgiving. I love Christmas. I love Halloween because it's the start of all these fun things that are super special. And I get to give them to my son and I love to decorate and just make it really special. But it's also a time of some really sad, scary memories for me when I was a little girl. So maybe that's what, maybe that's the thing is I'm trying to make it so special for him which is important that I quit drinking for that reason, because it used to be, well, starting from growing up, holidays meant booze, just a booze fest. It was just, I mean, we had a booze for every occasion. You know, we would toast with champagne and there would always be eggnog and there's always white wine and red wine and just the whole shebang. But then the bad memories would come after the party when my mom and stepdad were throwing each other downstairs and police were coming and it was tearful and scary as a little girl to witness that. So my grandmother would have these amazing parties, all these people and shrimp cocktail and the most amazing setup and plates and everyone was wearing sequins and it was just beautiful. But then the aftermath of that was something out of a nightmare. So, wow, that was a lot of information. So for me, Christmas and the holidays always equaled a booze fest, That it was just the thing to do. So even growing up or and becoming an adult, I did the same thing. I had to have all the nice 
food around. I had to have trays. I, I was doing charcuterie boards before charcuterie boards were even a thing with, you know, little salmon and just every little thing was, was taken care of and decorated. But every form of alcohol was also around and at the ready. Oh, and when else is appropriate to have Kahlua in your coffee? Well, all month of December in my house. And that was even me two years ago. Always celebrating and always with the booze. So I want to talk about how to get through these holidays without alcohol, when it is such a fabric of your life, especially even if you're not a big drinker, I'm sure in the holidays, there's holiday parties and Christmas parties and everybody's drinking and then the new year and you're getting wasted. I mean, it's just, it's a thing and it's a part of our society. So if you're thinking about quitting drinking, you're probably a little bit anxious about, well, how am I going to get through these holidays without alcohol? Even without the holidays, you're probably thinking, well, I have a wedding, I have a funeral, I have all these events that are going to prevent you from quitting drinking. And I just want you to know that that's normal. And it's a way for us to kind of try to bow out of getting sober. So you might even think, well, I'll get sober in January. It's not going to be any easier in January if you don't have the tips and the preparation You might do your 30 days dry January, and then you're back to drinking again. And I have a friend specifically who says that she'll do 30 days sober and then reward herself with a bottle of wine. Once you learn what I know, and you can feel it, and you know what I know, like deeply know it, then you're going to know that a bottle of alcohol is not a reward. You're actually hurting yourself and harming yourself. Another thing is birthdays, your own birthday. You celebrate by getting wasted. It's not really, you're missing the point. (laughs) (laughs) And I was missing the point for years and years and years. All right. So let's talk about your holiday survival guide. And these are things that are going to help you be more successful. And number one is decide. You have to decide. If you're wishy-washy about anything in your life, nothing is going to happen. You have to decide. And part of deciding is digging deep. So this is a little bit of a two-part thing. Digging deep is finding out what your why is. Why do you want to quit drinking? And then have a shallow reason like, okay, your hangovers. You don't like hangovers anymore, but they're getting worse and worse. So dive a little deeper into that and say, what happens when you are hungover? How does that make you feel deep down? Does it go into layers of your soul like it did mine? Just the shame and the guilt and the regret and the icky, dirty, toxic feeling that you feel inside. So it goes from, I hate being hungover to, I feel deeply disgusted with myself internally, and it affects my mental health. And then it affects how I project myself onto my kids, onto my work, onto everything. So it goes way deeper than a hangover, right? So we do a lot of deep diving in if you go to vibewithstephanie.com, you can find all of this stuff. We've been doing a lot of deep diving and digging deep and inner child work. So check that out if you want to know more about that. But so digging deep about your why and deciding, I'm not going to drink for the month of December, or I'm not going to drink at this party. But I kind of can't imagine, I've had friends that did this. There'd be like, getting wasted all month long, but then for one particular party, they're going to not drink. That's a little bit torturous. That's putting yourself through the ringer. That's the kind of moderation that I advise against because your body is not prepared to just turn it off. 
your body is triggered and there's so many little lights and things going off causing you to want to drink at this one particular party that it's going to be like punishment. And we want to go into this knowing that this is not punishment. This is a gift that we're giving ourselves. The punishment is when we're moderating or drinking all month long and then skipping drinking on one party or not drinking because you're hungover. That's the punishment. That's where things are hard. And I say, just skip that. What you need to do, in my opinion, is dig deep first. Write down your reason, then dig super deep on that reason, and then decide. So that's step number one. Number two is visualize the holiday. So this is another training that I do deep dives on is visualizing. And I make people cry sometimes, but it's necessary. You want to cry. You need to feel the emotion. So you want to visualize And this part will not make you cry because I'm keeping it super light, but in my courses and my mindset and my trainings and the breakup with booze and all the things that we do, a lot of free resources, by the way, if you go to vibewithstephanie.com, the visualization that we do is will bring your tissues, but this one will not make you cry. This is where you want to visualize your events coming up. So if you know that you have a family Christmas party that happens every year and everyone's drinking and you know that Aunt Shirley is going to come up and ask you to have a drink and you're going to say no, visualize what the outcome of that visualize it it happening exactly so what are you going to say what are you going to say why you're not drinking if you are not comfortable with saying because i'm going to go to jail tonight if i drink don't say that you can always say i'm on antibiotics not drinking tonight my doctor said chill on it or i'm on heart medication or you can make something up it does not matter whatever makes you more comfortable but if you have a reason in advance to tell someone it'll make it a lot less awkward and we want to come up with something that doesn't make them hound you because right now society is still in a place where they don't understand why we're not drinking my heart doctor two days ago asked me He said, so you quit smoking and drinking? And I said, yep. And he goes, well, can't you just drink socially? I was like, you're a freaking heart doctor. How can you ask me that? And I said, yeah, I've tried to moderate and I always go to jail. I have no problem telling people that. Like, yeah, when I moderate, I end up in a really bad situation. So it doesn't, no, I've tried. Of course I've tried. We've all tried. We've done all the things except actually just decide to quit. So One of my tips is to visualize how it's going to go and visualize plans, right? It just gets super clear on what's going to happen for each and every event. Visualize yourself declining the drink. Say it out loud what your excuse is. Also make sure you have a time to go home. This is one thing when I started venturing out, going to events when I was getting sober, I would just be sitting there really awkwardly and early on. Because for me, I have been drinking since I was 13 years old. I had never been to a Christmas party sober. I had never had a conversation with someone sober. If it was a non-drinking party, I would drink before I got there. There would be a roadie waiting for me in the car when I got out. So I had a really hard time knowing how to be and who I was. And I was just overthinking it before I even got there. So just know in advance what time you're going to go home and what excuse you're going to use to leave. So have a piece of paper, which actually, if you go to vibewithstephanie.com, I am doing a holiday survival guide. It's a free PDF that you can grab. And it comes with some worksheets and things you can use to write all this stuff down. But if you have a plan, you are going to be so much better off. So go to vibewithstephanie.com holiday guide, 
And you can get that full printout of all of this advice right there and the worksheets that you can use to get your your little story straight. Why you're leaving early, why you're not drinking, all the things. That way things don't get weird. You have a plan. And then that'll be less reason for you to drink. If it's super flowy and you already know what you're doing, you're not going to feel so nervous that you feel like you need to have a drink. The other thing is to be prepared. Make sure you have your own sparkly drinks with you because you could go to a party where they don't plan for people to not be drinking. The only thing that could be around is alcohol or like orange juice or some kind of gross juice that you don't want to drink. So bring your own, bring, get you a cooler, a little over the shoulder cooler bag or one that rolls. I don't even care. I have no shame. Last year when I went to my holiday parties, I freaking brought a roll in cooler with all of my stuff, all of my ritual, non-alcoholic. I brought alcohol removed wine. I brought non-alcoholic beer. I brought sparkly water. Your girl did not go thirsty because that's one of my biggest tips is you cannot be thirsty. If you're thirsty, you're going to envision yourself downing something crazy that you would never even have thought to drink before just because it's a trigger and you're thirsty and you're in the moment and they will come and go. So you're going to need to have something in your hand when it comes. And then if you just let it wash over you because it's going to come, let it wash over you and move on. A craving or a trigger really only lasts for a very short, it's going to seem like a lifetime, but it's only going to last for a short amount of time. If you have something in your hand, you'll be all right. And then also give yourself grace to eat. It's a holiday party. You're not reserving 1200 calories for the mega Merlot you were thinking about drinking. You can eat now. You can eat stuff. So get the cookies, have the ham, do whatever, eat whatever you want and do not feel a slight bit of shame because you are doing something so good for yourself and your body. It's going to be so happy when you wake up in the morning and you got to eat and you got to hang out with your family and you were cozy and you were feeling good and you woke up hangover free. You drove home, didn't get a DUI, didn't hurt anyone in a car accident. Treat yourself to the food. Drink tons of sparkly water and alcohol-free beverages. They've come a long way since my mom was drinking O'Doul's back in the day. A long way. Self-care. This is a big one for the holidays. Book yourself some yoga classes in advance. So if you know you have a family party on Saturday night or a company party on Saturday night, go to yoga that morning or do some restorative yoga or make sure you're getting exercise. That's a good way to get that crazy, manic, anxious energy out is go for a run right before you go to this event or a yoga class. There's tons of free yoga online. Walking is free. So get moving and get that energy out. Eat something. Make sure you're hydrated before you go to this party. Do some sound healing, some meditations, like just schedule in some self-care for yourself. You can go browse TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx is lit up for the holidays. I mean, it is like full on Christmas and makes you feel good. There's good music pumping in there and you can buy a little earring for yourself or for a friend. Get I always buy two because if I love it, somebody else will love it and then I can gift it. So do like do a little bit of retail therapy, one little pair of earrings, maybe as a gift or not just walk through there. They even have these coffee mugs that are adorable for the holidays, $2.99, $4.99. Get yourself something nice or something for the host of the party. So 
that's a nice way to give yourself some self-care without spending too much money and also lifting your vibes through the music that they're pumping out. And they, TJ Maxx makes, wants you to think that everything in the world is okay. So go in there. <laughs> that is a good suggestion for some self-care. And then accountability. This is another tip. I should have numbered these, but I always lose the numbers anyway. Accountability is one of the most important things because you don't want to feel like you're alone because it can feel like that right now in our society. It's ever like with the doctor asking if I could just please drink socially, like that made me, if I was weaker or newer in my sobriety, I might've felt like, see, he thinks it's fine. If he thinks it's fine, then it's fine. When I know it's not fine, it's not fine with me. So, so accountability, having someone and don't expect a girlfriend who you drink with or your dad, who is your drinking buddy, to be your accountability partner. Not going to work. They don't want you to quit drinking. They, If you quit drinking, they've got to evaluate their drinking, and it can get very uncomfortable. So don't expect just because you decided that somebody else is going to be like, yeah, good for you, and then try to be your accountability buddy because it's not going to work. They're going to feel awkward no matter what. So also have a plan with how you're going to tell them. But it's important to know that you're not alone and also to know what's normal and what's not because some weird things start happening to your body and your brain when you take away that drug. It's an it's an addiction, whether you want to admit it or not. It's a, it's a addictive drug poison. And when you take it away, weird stuff starts to happen and you're going to want to know what's normal, what's not, and that you're not going crazy because I thought I swore I was going nuts. I swore I was going nuts. So get yourself an accountability partner. I have an amazing group called Sober Vibes with Stephanie. And I've never met women like this. They are amazing. It's supportive. You can type in anything you want and you're going to get a bunch of people ready to help you and talk you through it, talk you down, whatever it is. So join Sober Vibes with Stephanie. It's a free group on Facebook and they will help you. You can be in a bathroom at your family party and be like, oh my God, I want to drink so bad. And somebody, probably even me, will write back to you like immediately. Like do this, do that, tap on your finger five, five times or some kind of, you know, some kind of way to, to let the feeling pass and get through it because they do last such a short amount of time, even though it feels like crazy in the moment. And then the last thing is believe. And I'll have more and more tips as, as we go. But the last important thing is believe that you can Believe that other people have gone before you and done it. So therefore it can be done. Even if you were the hardest core drinker in the world, or you've been drinking with your family or at this event for 50 years, and you've never once done it sober. Same here. There's a first time for everything. There were so many firsts for me when I quit drinking. First time I ever got in my car, went to a soccer game without a white claw. First time I ever hung out with this girlfriend without smoking and drinking. First time, you know, going on a family vacation, first time going to Mexico, there, there are so many firsts, but when you make it through that first, your belief in yourself, your self-esteem goes up, you feel like a million bucks. I mean, the self-esteem, if you knew me before, I don't know, I would like to go back and look because I know how I felt inside and I'm not sure if that reflected, it was not good. I felt really out of control with my drinking, with my life. Everything was spiraling, but I tried to put on a, a great face and be professional. But the self-esteem that I have now to come and talk and help, it's just, it, it changed. In that, you get back pretty quickly. So like, say you go to the party, you don't drink, you follow the tips, you wake up sober. 
boom, there's a notch right there in your self-esteem that floats you throughout the day. So it's instant. A lot of things we have to wait for, like our skin plumping up or the glow to come back or all these things. Self-esteem starts building the moment you start acting right. <laughs> so, so believe that you can, believe that others have come before you and done it. Believe it's hard, but you have the tools. You have the tools, you have the support. And no one ever, ever regretted being sober. No one ever woke up from the party and said, man, I wish I had gotten wasted last night. No one ever says that. So just know that when you when you wake up, you're going to feel great. You're not going to regret being sober. And your family is going to be proud. Your friends are going to be proud. You'll be able to look back next year and be like, I was sober. And that was amazing. And this might be the start of something really great for your life. The feeling of being sober and being productive and being a member of society and a human being and having those feelings back, that's addictive. That gets addictive. And that those numbers, your daily numbers, you don't want to go back on that. So just know that while it feels hard to get out of the alcohol trap right now, the feeling that I have going forward st sticks around too. And you're not going to want to mess that up. So just know that there's hope. It's happy hope. You're going to be glowing and you're going to have the best holiday ever. Remember that you're not alone and that we have Sober Vibes with Stephanie on Facebook and go to vibewithstephanie.com to get that amazing survival guide. And there's just so many free resources that I have for you at this very moment that you can go grab. And I will talk to you soon. Love you. Have a great holiday. You got this. I have totally got my holiday music going already. And if you're thinking about maybe staying sober or sober-ish for the holidays, you should totally take advantage of my free Sober Vibes Guide to Surviving the Holidays. You can get it at vibewithstephanie.com slash holiday. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free mindset masterclass where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.